0: morning, Wiffle Nation. Welcome to the Season 14 finale of the Holy Commutes podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith, and it's Friday, April 28th. I hope you all have enjoyed this season of the Holy Commutes. I know I have. I'm especially excited because tomorrow, my league, the Huntington Whiffle League, kicks off their season tomorrow. So, after four long years of a hiatus, we finally have gotten the train back on the track. But enough of that. So back to me and my episode, <laughs> more importantly. Um, I, I did not get, have a chance to do the preparation that I normally like to do uh, for my episodes on here. Uh, I was not feeling well, so I, I do apologize for that. But I did have something that uh, I, I did have on my mind that I wanted to discuss for this episode based on an article that I wrote that's no longer available uh, because the, the old NWLA, uh, National Wiffle Ball League Association, the National Wiffle Rankings website, no longer exists. Uh, it's based off of uh, an article that I wrote about uh, women in wiffle ball uh, and, and female players throughout the country involved in various leagues. The, the title of the article, unfortunate, uh, was called uh, Chicks with Sticks. And I see now that that's aged about as well as a gallon of milk left in the sun. But hey, if it rhymed, it, it would stick, right? So, <laughs> But uh, at, at that time, I, I want to say that we had about... Somewhere between 20 and 30 active female wiffle ball players in various leagues at that time, which was a pretty fair amount. I I would say at it, it, now that we have even less. We had a very, you know, decent amount of backyard or recreational, uh, you know, or park or social wiffle ball leagues. But now uh, the the focus seems to be really a lot on these uh, tournament circuits, which is good, obviously, but. Uh, it's kind of hard to get sort of different demographics involved you sort of get this homogeneous uh situation going on where it's just sort of more of the same kinds of people that are going to keep coming out you're going to kind of get more of the same i think so um but kind of i'll I'll get more into my my points on that here in a second but uh I really miss that old NWA website. There was a lot of good articles on there written by a lot of different people and just uh, all, all the awards stuff, the, the historical rankings and, and all these different things. Not to mention the forum. The forum, I know, wasn't, uh, I mean, that was a different website technically, but the, the conversations and everything, that, that website was a treasure. I wish there was some way to have preserved that before it was just gone and uh, it, it really was a shame. I, I do not have the the article I'm going to be kind of referencing here. I'm going to be going a lot off of memory here, and uh, a lot of the the things I'm going to be expressing here are going to be more opinion based um, and, and generalizations versus uh, you know necessarily facts. So just to preface um, that. So uh, and that uh, this isn't going to be like a Tucker Carlson situation uh, <laughs> or anything like that. So. Uh, don't get too, too excited or, or riled up, uh, all, all the same. But, uh, in either event, there was a lot of good content, uh, on that old website. Whereas now the, the, the NWA website, uh, as it is now is more like a, uh, a landing or splash page, uh, as an homage to what used to be, uh, the, the website of old. Uh, it really is a shame that the, the, the website that was, it, it no longer exists at any capacity, uh, because, um, and, and the article that I'm going to be referencing here was, was on an old uh, college laptop that I had <laughs> that, that that died, as you would expect, um, and uh, I didn't have an opportunity to to convert it to any other formats or anything. But in either event, uh, I always thought that sort of my my thesis here is wiffle ball, other you know, is, is an adjacent sport to baseball. Because with baseball, it's more of an amalgamation of sports before it. You had uh, cricket, rounders, and, and all these other games that eventually ended up being baseball. And um, <laughs> people before that kind of saw that one way or the other. It was a bastardization of different games. Uh, definitely less uh, looked up to that, than cricket. Cricket's definitely more of a, uh, an uppity game. By comparison, uh, depending on what what class you're coming from, however um, in, in America or North America or in the Western world, or just anybody that plays bat and ball sports there there are sort of this uh connecting diagram of or, or adjacentness uh, of bat and ball sports here, kind of where baseball is in the middle, yep then you have softball and then you have um you know, wiffle ball as well, and, and just some of these other games here, and, you know, softball is pretty much relegated to, you know, like, church leagues, and a lot of these other recreational things, and a and, uh, female play. You have, like, uh, youth girls softball, you know, and then uh, sort of at the, the high school and collegiate level, and then there are uh, professional, you know, like adults, um, you know, like uh, U.S. softball, and, and so on, but there's not really, like, to my knowledge, anyway, like an MLB softball, which I always thought was a missed opportunity. I always loved watching, uh, you know, women and girls softball. Why is that not, <laughs> you know, at, a, at a, like a major league level uh, of some kind, that, that's a missed opportunity. Like watching the Olympic softball team, that's that's always like really good competition. Why is that not, you know, maybe I'm in the minority in that. Could be, but uh, different conversation for a different time i suppose uh, however um with a ball i always thought um whereas softball is clearly a different kind of game you're pitching the ball in a different way it, like the physics of that are entirely different the dimensions of the bat uh and, and the field and, and the mechanics of some of these things are are vastly different <laughs> than baseball to where you could say like yeah that's a totally different sport other than like it, it's just like with golf like all the t's just uh, closer to the hole so uh, women tee off closer and all that kind of stuff but like softball is not like that it's like a totally different game uh, than baseball in many respects there so uh, likewise with wiffle ball it's <laughs> it's like a totally different sport from baseball and softball but I think because of the the differences um, a- and how you can adjust things it's sort of like a, an equalizer game to where like yeah, if you have a lot of athletic prowess, you're probably going to dominate in a game, but I think uh, skill and wit really can really uh, level the, the playing field as well. Like Not only athletic ability can rule the day, I have seen it <laughs> myself and, and our league and, and, and abroad. Uh, athletic ability definitely will go, go far and, and may take the gold. But uh, having said that, I've never really understood why there aren't more female wiffle ball players, you know, not just in, in our league. We've we've had some. Like, we've had probably about 20 overall, and our league has been around since 2012 on and off. And even other leagues, like there's uh, leagues that are very successful and, and have had over 20 teams at times, like Home Run League and Kalamazoo and... Uh, Potomac Football League and, and all these different leagues, but they've never really had more than just maybe two or three or sometimes a handful of female players. And sometimes they'll be uh, on a team together, like they, they start a team together, uh, or maybe someone's spouse or, or girlfriend or, or whatever uh, like that. It's never just like somebody just comes out or, or someone's friend. Uh, oftentimes, that's not normally the case. And Uh, You know, I know a lot of these leagues, it's not like they're necessarily uninviting. There's not a rule saying, no, this is just dudes only or anything like that. But when you look, and this is kind of something that I think wiffle ball and a lot of bat and ball sports inadvertently are going to carry the baggage that comes with baseball because of the unwritten rules. This year especially. (laughs) Uh Everybody, you can't watch baseball right now without hearing people talk about the new rules, the old rules um, and, and what that means. And they don't like these new rules and what that means and uh, you know, God forbid somebody flip a bat and, and just the culture and uh, the old school and the way things should be and the way they used to be and uh, all this other stuff. There, there is a way that people think things ought to be uh, in, in baseball for some reason. And some people think that way has already gone. Some people think that way is to come. And some people think that is the way now. And that's fine that people have different opinions on that. But there's sometimes, I think, a cultural thing here that's sometimes like more political than it has anything to do with sports that sort of sneaks its way into things that really makes people uh, uncomfortable that has this like undertow that um, people are wise to. And they're not going to want to be around that. And even though it has nothing to do with your wiffle ball league or, you know, your group of your, your social group or anything like that, it's going to just because you're holding a bat and you're, you know, it's, a, it, it's something that looks a lot like baseball. It's carrying that baggage. And I say this because a, a lot of these women that may potentially, that would potentially want to play in your wiffle league, may had played baseball at some point uh, in their youth. I mean, think of somebody like Monet Davis, who, I mean, they were, she was on that Philadelphia Little League World Series team. At some point, if she's not already, she'll probably stop playing baseball just because that's the way it normally goes. And I'll tell you, I could tell you so many stories about, you know, well-known, there's only been like, I think like 27 girls on all these little league world series teams over time and there's been less there's been maybe like a quarter of a percent of active uh, girls baseball players typically like at all past the age of like 12 they run them out of the game that's what happens normally that means somebody has a conversation with them (laughs) to like you need to do something else or you need to play softball. That You need to go play softball is probably the gentlest way to kind of usher them out of baseball. Or you need to just go do something else. And I think that's really messed up. Um, and I never saw this happen personally. However, there, I, I will say this. When I played Little League growing up, first of all, I didn't play Little League. I, <laughs> I grew up in an area where we did have Little League, but then there was an area where uh, you, if you weren't... If you were also poor, uh, you could play in a different league that, uh, which I played in that league, but, uh, there was a girl, I, I won't say her name, but, uh, she was awesome. She, <laughs> and she was also really mean. I feared her. Like if, if I saw her now, I, she would scare me. That's, <laughs> that's how, uh, scary this chick was. And, uh, she was a pitcher. Uh, her dad was the coach of, of her team that she played on, uh, and everything, and she played she was actually in my grade she played uh and uh both leagues that i played in from like eight years old till like i think 11 and then when we came back and played uh 12 uh, in the 12 year old league she wasn't there and i remember uh, she fought with her dad a lot during uh the the summer before that and i was like what is this what is this girl's deal and I look back at that now, and it was probably because they were probably, and I maybe they were fighting about other things, but it was probably this is going to be your last last year, or you know you need to be adjusting to doing something else, or but they fought harder over the course of the year uh, towards the end, to where they have they had these blow up fights. Uh, by the time the 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 season came to an end, it was kind of hard to watch, so. I don't know. I, I I don't really understand that, but I'm a wiffle ball person. Uh, I grew up playing baseball, but I am hardly the expert on, on baseball compared to the the things that I know about wiffle ball. I I've started and played in wiffle ball leagues. I did not see the birth of baseball, <laughs> things like that. Now there have been uh, professional. Uh, women players as well uh, in, in baseball and stuff so there, there's a rich history to, to get into here that i could probably have like a 10-hour podcast on this topic alone and uh the irony here that i'm kind of digging into this topic and uh, a man is talking alone <laughs> about this kind of really puts this into perspective right so but I, I sort of just wanted to bring this into the forefront of like there's Maybe some leagues like uh, there, there's a social wiffle ball league down uh, in Georgia, like in the Atlanta area, that uh, I think they have some wiffle ball players. But like like kickball leagues, like Waka, they have like uh, like a ratio requirement. I I think uh, to where like oh you have to have so many players of like you know both genders to play uh, in order to to register your team uh, and all these different things. I don't necessarily think that's the way to go. But I, I don't know how to fix the issue, and I don't necessarily know a hundred percent sure that uh, the the issues that are stemming from some of the issue some of the <laughs> baggage that maybe be from the past of some of these women from being purged from little league baseball or something like that is to blame for why they're not wanting to play with a ball it could be just be because they're like that looks goofy i don't want to play that um because the way that ball moves and the bat that you hold it is a totally different game from baseball and softball it's a totally different sport it's adjacent to that but it makes me wonder uh because it is we are at least my league and I know so many other leagues too that they're we're welcoming we we advertise as a co-ed league and uh we have a female player we have one (laughs) female player this year we've had as many as like I think eight uh in in our league which uh we we, we've never only had like eight teams so that's that's pretty good but uh I just never really understood why uh, there's not more just diversity in general, uh, and, and Wiffleball just because uh, I think just about anybody can play uh, the game, and it's not as in, it's doesn't have to be intense. You can play it at a high intense, uh, you know, competitive level like in some of these tournaments, but it doesn't always have to be that. I mean, there are there are dozens of leagues across this country that play at a more relaxed pace, um, still, but it's mostly all men why is that especially like since that there's no rules uh, in, in these rule books saying men only why is that the case and um, when every time we've hosted tournaments and, and, and people ask me questions and stuff they I can every time they will ask me um, are women allowed to play and I'm like yes of course like we don't have anything saying that um, it's men only or anything like that, but uh, there's some sort of implication that it's men only. Why, why is that? Is, are we paying for something that's from baseball or is it something, is it just because it, is it because it's men there only already do like, but are you supposed to say women welcome <laughs> on these things? How do you fix that? Uh, is my question. So Um, I was hoping this would be more of an informative thing, but this is kind of turning into more of a, how do you fix this situation? This is a troubleshoot, uh, thing here, but not just for my league. I, I would love to see, uh, more of all types of people playing this game uh, instead of it just being more of the same all the time, because, um, I'll, I'll tell you another story. I went uh, the, the local team where I'm from, they aren't a major league affiliate, minor league team. They play in the Atlantic League. And the, uh, the York, um, not York, the, the Long Island uh, team, they, they had uh, a, a female player who uh, actually, she pitched for uh, the, the U.S. like uh, national baseball team, like the, the women's uh, baseball team. And uh, she actually came out to, to pitch run uh, for somebody. She got jeered and booed and just treated terribly <laughs> by the crowd. I'd, I was very disappointed uh, by, by the reaction of people for just seeing a female player come out and, and hit the field. Uh, people just do not respond well for some reason. And it's not like it was an overwhelming response, but it was enough to where it was an audible response not just from one person uh, to, to this woman going out there and just going out there to do their job. <laughs> so I, I don't get that. And I don't know if it's, is it a fear thing or is it just like, I would rather do something else besides play with a ball. If it's the latter, Hey, I totally get that. That's, <laughs> that's whatever. And if it's the former, that's really sad, even sadder than I have something better to do. Cause that's, that's respectable <laughs> but uh yeah i i just i i wonder what what everybody else thinks on that um because from my perspective it seems like we have I, and this is where where we don't monitor things as well and i wish that we ha- i know we have the NWA tournament and but we don't really have so much nwla we don't do the rankings we don't commune in the way that we did we don't really keep an eye on each other and i don't mean that in like a minority report situation um i didn't mean that in a punny way um because i'm, I'm talking about like um the topic i'm talking about but i mean like uh surveilling uh each other but as far as seeing what everybody's doing and what we're up to uh, on the league basis because our, our focus is, seems to be so much on tournaments and not about the health of our leagues and what we're doing uh, in our communities because our leagues are a reflection, I think, of our, our local areas and environments of what the state of wiffleball is in your area, in your state, county, city, whatever, depending on what your impact is there. And if, if, all, if all you can do is assemble a team, and go to you know wherever and play a tournament, that's cool, but if if, that's, if you also have a league too, I, I'm interested in knowing like how that works. And the way that we used to do the NWA, it was possible to know that because there was articles or you know we, we communicated with each other uh, on that message board, and I just miss the way that we did that. It was possible to, to know that. We communed and, and shared that information. And the way that everyone had websites and shared that stuff. And now it's just, maybe you'll get that on social media, maybe you won't. So it's just very, (laughs) Uh, you get information, but you don't get knowledge uh, with the social media stuff. So um, from my perspective here, it seems like we have even less female players playing now than we did when I wrote that article, which is quite sad. And what are the reasons for that? Uh, you know are the, tor- are the tournaments like and the and the fast pitch is that even more of something that or is not going to attract women uh, you know i'm not saying that you know that needs to be like getting the full court press and like you know whiffle ball we need to be like trying to attract uh female players or something like that but it's just this is a sport where like we should definitely have more female players at least in the relaxed like recreational leagues I- i'm not saying like golden stick and you know, Ma and all these guys that pitch like 85 plus miles an hour, like they should definitely have like female players coming out for the first time. Like that's probably not realistic, but you know, if you've got like some pretty chill leagues, why, why are we not seeing like an occasional uh, female player out there? And I'll kind of like (laughs) bring one more remark here. I've I've definitely heard this before too. Sometimes somebody will bring uh, a girlfriend or, or something like that, and they may want to play. And I've definitely heard people groan and, and talk shit about that. If you do that, fuck you. Like, <laughs> if somebody wants to play, let him play, man. Like, this is a game that I think, first of all, like it. <laughs> if you're too cool for school to let somebody play whiffle ball, like. Man, that's a whole new kind of loser. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. But it's just, where where are we coming to when, like, somebody shows up and... Uh, I mean, it's different if it's, like, a tournament or something like that. It's, like, set rosters and it's maxed out and, like, somebody just shows up. and But, like, if it's not that and it's just like, hey, yeah you know, it's like you have an opportunity to grow something, let that happen. Um, I mean... Uh, we had a guy in our old league that that came to our new league and, uh, his name is Josh Bureltich and, uh, he had his, uh, girlfriend and now wife and, uh, Ariel Horde. Uh, she probably had one of the best on base percentages in, in league history here. I, I <laughs> very tactful. Uh, she had some knee injuries and stuff. Not, not the fastest runner because of that, but she took walks real well, good slap hitter. She had, uh, like, if if I drafted a team, she was definitely, like, a fantasy team, like, at any time. Uh, like, in the first five years of our league, she was going to be, like, one of my top five picks. So I was like, she gets on base, man. Like, <laughs> so, uh, but I could see, like, some people with, with, the, with that kind of thinking. Like, oh, some guy wants his girlfriend to play. Like, it, there's just, I, I know that there's people like that have that kind of mentality i'm like why why think like that I, that that's so, sort of a thing that i don't really understand like if people want to come out and play they have the ability to play but then they should be able to play like especially if it's not on your team like why do you give a crap i mean it's like i, I don't get it so i don't know i just think that there's you know is there a problem because of the league's Or our sport, or is it because of baggage, because of the sins of our forefathers in the game of baseball? I think that's my overall question that I have. That I'm kind of asking the void here. I don't know if that's something that people are gonna answer at at holy commutes um, or not. I would love to know that. Um, There's there's not really any <laughs> female woofball players right now that I know to ask. Uh, Julie, who, who had played in our league before, she played in, on my team in 2013 and 2014. She came back uh, to, to spring training on a whim. I had no idea she was coming. I was very pleased to see her come back. And uh, I thought about having her come back, but uh, I was not feeling well. I did not get a chance to do the necessary preparation. Uh, to, to do this episode, to to try to line up any interviews or anything like that, but we've had some phenomenal players in our league that happen to be female. I don't mean to say we've we've had some phenomenal female players. We've had some phenomenal players in this league that happen to be female. We've had like uh, Stephanie Sadler, she captain a team. Uh, we our rookie of the year in Huntington football League in, in twenty fifteen was uh, a female, uh, Veronica Stanley. I mean, and I, I just told you about uh, Ariel Horde. So. We've had some phenomenal talent, uh, even in our little league, who no one gives a shit about, <laughs> that happen to be female. So I just want to, uh, I would love to see some more open mindedness around that, if there is closed mindedness, if that's even the issue. Um, because I, I would like to think that there's not females not playing because they're, they're not being turned away. It's because they're just not interested in playing, or there's, there's some other reason. Um, but, uh, am I crazy for, for just noticing that there's (laughs) just a bunch, mostly white dudes playing with a ball? Like what, what's going on with that? What are your all's thoughts on that? So, um, wish I had something a little more organized and less of a bummer, uh, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) Um, but I, I also wish I had some more current data on that as well. But, uh, for the reasons I sort of went over, like there's not really like an org- organized NWA deal anymore to where we sort of monitor that situation. So I don't really know how many current female ball players there are. I would imagine less than what there were when I initially wrote that article. So, um, but uh, of any, uh, you know, ball women out there, who, who's who's really got the goods out there now? Like who who's like swinging the bat that's really – uh, making some noise out there. I remember when I wrote the article initially, there was this uh, uh, chick out in Kalamazoo. What was her name? Uh, Melissa something. Uh, she played on this uh, team. Something about an ice cream truck. I can't remember. But uh, she was supposed to be really good. She was like a candidate for Rookie of the Year. Like I said, I mean, I don't know why people would look down on that. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent out there being overlooked, if, if that is even what's happening. Um don't do that so um, yeah this this is the last episode for the season. Uh, I imagine there's probably some random <laughs> stuff in the can out there uh, some I forget what those chemistry things were or whatever but uh, I don't know when the next season is. I, I, I presume there's gonna be some stuff leading up to the NWA tournament uh, that stuff just got announced uh, that's gonna be happening. July 14th through the 16th in Washington County, Pennsylvania at Cameron Stadium. It's going to be the very first time that the NWA tournament has been played on turf but they just announced uh, yesterday that the registration has opened and you have until uh, it looks like June 1st to register your league to save some money and they have a uh, a, a tournament, uh, the Hyatt Place in Pittsburgh South as the Quote, official hotel of the NWA tournament. So, there's been some some movement made uh, per the social media there on their Facebook page. Uh, so get after it if you're going to get a team into into the NWA tournament. Uh, so that that is the latest on that. So that that is also everything I had to discuss as well. Um, stay tuned for any any other um, episodes. I presume there's going to be some more probably. Uh, it, I would say in June. Uh, at the latest leading into the tournament. And until then, you guys take care. And uh, I will have uh, some some episodes as well for anybody interested in the Huntington Wiffle League, uh, the Huntington uh, Wiffle League podcast. That can be found on Apple Podcasts, anywhere we listen to podcasts uh, as our season goes. Uh, that's going to be very interesting to follow, uh, especially if you like really weird rules. We're really <laughs> pushing the format uh, this year. As far as this show goes, uh, you can follow uh, anywhere where uh, podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and the like. And follow us on Twitter at Holy Commutes, H-O-L-E-Y Commutes.